Keep some money in my pocket if you want to blow it. I don't save any women. Oh, I mean, I yeah. You already know what time it is. It's time for Florida's number one sports podcast. At this point in time, if you've been listening to this song, I think you should already know what podcast this is. You should already know what's going on. That podcast, that podcast, ladies and gentlemen, is known as Ball. Why sound like he was doing like the knife from that one movie? I was. It's like it was like a trash version. I wasn't doing it. So you just said you were. Change my mind. A sports podcast. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. We it is the podcast with balls about Maxwell Sheffield. Fuck Maxwell Sheffield. I probably peaked them nicely. You did. We just had this conversation. Like literally. <laughs> we really had this conversation like two minutes ago. We just had though. this combo. He can't help himself, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. He's clearly the dumb one on the show. Oh, see, I didn't say that. So don't come for me today. I guess who said that, y'all boys? Buddha said that to me. Buddha called me dumb. Racist. I knew, oh. I knew he was going to make it a race thing. I knew he was going to somehow make it a race thing. Oh, Anyways, that's greatness. Episode 49. Any 49s? I feel like there was a picture for the Boston Red Sox. Tim Wakefield or something like that. Sure. We'll go with it. No, you can't just go with it. I got to make sure, broski. You make them my dream. We have two rookies in the NFL that are number 49. Who are they? Tremaine Edmonds, linebacker for the Buffalo Bills. Nice. And Shaquem Griffin. Linebacker for the Seahawks. Oh, okay. So he's not bad. Now listen to this. I hope he gets some good playing time this year. We haven't really talked about him much. We haven't talked about the Seahawks at all. Yeah. I, I, re- I really hope he gets some playing time this year. I wonder how that training camp is going. Sad. Probably. Russell wasn't running for his life like he always does. Tim Wakefield definitely wore number 49. There you Follow go. Follow me. Was good. Fuck with me. I'm out, Chaya Bus. What's poppin'? Yeah, man. That's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah, y'all try 49. All right, let's take this time to sing a song as we talk about. This will be the time where we talk about other numbers and how great they are. 49 just isn't winning this week. You're making my dreams come true. Well, now listen to this. Alright, I think we're done. Alright. People probably done hit about 15. Yeah, they hit that, that, that 15. <laughs> probably. They should hit another 15 seconds skip right now. Looking so crazy right now. Got me looking so crazy right now. How do you went from that to the Listen, the radio show has variety, fam. Anyways, we're going to get things started with the NFL. The NFL. The NA. FA. LA. All right, go ahead, bro. 
So. Niffle. Bless you. Oh, goodness. Bro, you got to. Something in here, bro, has got my allergies acting up. <coughs> yeah, he called your house dirty, dirty. No, I didn't call it dirty. See, now. You got I, a dust. It is a dust. If dusty. I did say it was dusty, my that's dust different. I said house. <laughs> 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 dust out. Dust out. greatness. All right, so preseason and training camps are in full of flat and full of flat. Full of flat, flat. Full of facts. That's what's up, man. Tell um, me more about these words you're making. Up. Hey, week one was full of flags, oh. fights, and freak athletes. Man, listen. Those fights? I ain't seen no fights. Yeah. What? <laughs> I saw Cam pull up on. Well, before we get into the before we get into the altercation, oh, Cam pulled up something decent. Did we I, speak about that last week? Yeah. Yeah, well, we didn't. Well, we on. we spoke on. No, we didn't speak about their interaction because that oh, hadn't happened yet. So we'll talk about oh it. Yeah, gosh. we're gonna talk about it. Okay. Yeah. So one thing I do want to mention though is the fact that there is a lot of flags that were thrown Trash. in the first week. That's what I'm um, looking forward to this year. Right. This to, one needs to be something. <laughs> to be specific, uh, in the week one games, preseason games, there was 275 penalties. For a total of two thousand three hundred and seventy-one yards, I don't know how many of those were the the new helmet rule, but a lot of helmet rules were called during this week, and a lot of questionable calls uh, at that. Um, they don't realize how bad they're tainting the NFL right now. These rules. I don't think they realize how much longer these games are going to take now if they're going to be flagging every play. It's. it's I know some tackers. I've seen that they were flagging, and I'm like. Okay, <laughs> but some there's no there's no way like they called um they called one on the Chargers game, uh I think it was like Char- I think Chargers played the Cardinals, but dude caught it and he ran like he took like four or five steps and then got hit in the chest by a dude's helmet and that was called. Oh my god! It's like bro, come on, man. So I've got a conspiracy theory for this. Oh god. So these penalties and these flags that are being called do what to the game? They extend the game. Extending the game means more opportunity for what? Commercials and advertisements. Commercials and advertisements equal to more money for who? The NFL. Ladies and gentlemen, I just wanted to take this time. I just wanted to take this time to to apologize on behalf of my podcast brethren because that loud clanking that you heard about five minutes ago that was dylan and that loud that you just heard that was dylan that was buddha (laughs) i'm snitching loud right now wait dylan told him my phone so it was dylan oh i'm snitching hella hard right now and i I think now we'll be able to get it together all that daggum noise and didn't you just tell this man to have his phone on silent yeah Snitches get stitches now. Fight me. Look, look. I ain't worried about getting stitches, but you're going to get yours too, bit all. Yeah. Now, I, that was that was my conspiracy theory. More penalties mean more money. And also, also, I, that, the last one was for play, but I really do feel about this one. I think the NFL is doing everything they can to slow down the game. Because there's a lot of injuries that's going on right now. So I think like in a lot of essences... They're purposely trying to slow down the game. And I'm going to start paying attention. Slowing down the game because you're able to get more substitutions. 
It prevents more wear and tear. And I, here's the thing. I'm not going to say it's, a, it's an absolutely 100% right conspiracy theory until the season starts and we can sit and all watch one game. Right. I'm going to see the amount of flags that are thrown in games with teams that have fast-paced, no-huddle offenses versus teams that are a little bit more smash-mouth, mm-hmm. right? And see, is there more penalties called with this particular type of offense or this particular type of defense to kind of, you know, control the action a little bit more? It's almost like putting more power in the ref's hands, like how yeah. we was talking about um, in the World Cup with soccer refs, how soccer refs can really dictate the tempo of a game. Right. Are you going to let certain penalties fly? Are you going to let certain fouls fly? Certain things of that nature. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things that they they're still got to work out. And I think in general, the NFL is trying to figure out this whole training camp preseason thing, too, because um, the injuries have been an issue for some time. I think this year already, there's already been like 17 ACL tears in the NFL. Like, I think I think the NFL is going through a transitional time right now. Yeah. Um, it's been through one before. Um where they've had like strikes and things of that nature mm-hmm. or where the game has lost value. Um, I, I think right now, just trying to figure out what they need to do. Because it's like there's a problem on every level. Yeah. There's a problem as far as administration goes. There's a problem as far as leadership goes. There's a problem as far as the field goes. There's a lot of craziness that's going on right now that I think the NFL is trying to fix, but because it's been so long since the NFL has kind of gone through this transitioning period, it's kind of hurting the product for us a little bit. I've right. got to be honest in that in that retrospect. Some people are saying, oh, well, they shouldn't have changed anything. Some things I agree with. I don't think you should be having these big hog mollies clacking each other in the head over and over and over and over again. I think there is some things that are good change, like the kickoffs, they might not be as exciting, but let's all be honest, it's a good change. Yeah. And I think because of that, off topic, sorry that I'm running away with it, huh. I think, and I'm not going to lie, I got this off Madden, but it was a great point, so I'm going to share it on here. I think we're going to see more emphasis on having athletes and better players back there for kickoff return. I do see the guys who do punt return now doing kickoff return. They have more space to do what they need to do. Yeah. So I think we're going to see a lot more touchdowns. In that retrospect, and I think the kickoff is going to become important now. Like, these kickers are really going to have to start booting this ball out of the end zone. Because even if they catch it in the end zone, since you got to wait till the ball, don't they have to wait till it's caught? Or no, is it no, till no, no. it leaves the foot? Once, it, once it's kicked. Yeah, and even then, that's valuable seconds. That's valuable seconds. Yeah. So, the changes is definitely. That's the change they made the kickoff. You gotta wait till it's kicked. Yeah, yeah, you can't run up. Yeah, it's a start. It's a stop and start, as opposed to you get to run up with the kicker as it's going. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, you know, that's about three seconds. Yeah, and if you got one of them kickers that have the slow wind, Mm -hmm. it takes forever. Yeah, so I mean, we'll see how that continues to go. Now, there was also a lot of fights that happened. so we'll start with the the almost altercation between Cam and Kelvin. Uh, the Panthers played the Bills, and during pregame, uh, Kelvin was you know in the middle of the field talking to I believe it was Thomas Davis. Yes, the linebacker. Yes. Um, TD. Yes. Yeah. So they were talking, and Cam came up and kind of bumped Kelvin. You know, playfully, and like I think he was kind of like trying to make like he wasn't really sweating what, what he said, said or how he felt. Yeah, so he went to dap him up, and Kelvin 
Size them. Then dap them up. Like, yo, you wrong, and you don't want to dap me up. Yeah, so then... Yeah. I guess that's when they started exchanging words or Cam, whatever. Cam straight made Thomas Davis say, hey, watch out, let me talk to this man. Yeah. So... I like this dude. I don't know, what, do you, what were your guys' takes on it? So, <clears throat> I think it was pretty intriguing because... Watching that situation, I don't think Cam should have been the aggressor. Not saying what he did was wrong. I mean, he shouldn't have been the aggressor because he wasn't the one that came at Kelvin. Right. So I expected Benjamin to have a little bit more stance, I guess, as far as what he was doing. Um, It was definitely an interesting exchange to see. But what I got the most out of it is I personally feel like in certain essences, Cam Newton really gets underestimated. I think because we see that happy-go-lucky guy who plays and dabs all the time. And I think we kind of forget... Dude, about that life. He really is. Cam is about that life. Because... You remember when he bodied Josh Norman? With a smile on his face? Yeah. And then, like... Thomas Davis is arguably one of the tougher guys in the NFL. Oh, he told and he was just like, hey, clear to the side real quick. And Thomas Davis didn't say anything. He was like, you got to bid up. Because a lot of people were like, oh, he was so disrespectful. I was like, I don't think that was nah, disrespectful at all. Yeah, he didn't tell him anything like, yo, get the fuck out the way. Nah. He was kind of like, hey, man, watch out real quick. Let me talk to this man. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and, and for me, why I'm saying, why I'm, I'm giving that so much credit is because not only is Davis one of the toughest guys in the league, he's also one of the oldest guys in the league. Mm-hmm. You know, so the fact that he didn't even pull one of those, like, hey, young butt, like, and that's the only show watch you out. I don't need Thomas Davis here to size you up. Right. Real talk. Thomas Davis could leave, and I could whoop your did, ass. Did you, do, we, do we all like Cam in that fight? If, if that were to actually I love enough? Cam I love in that Cam. fight. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I love Cam. I, don't Cam, I, don't I agree. Been, I don't know. I can't been from the crib. He's from the crib, but Cam but, is a different animal. Word, you got to remember, Cam spent like a year or two at the crib. Mm-hmm, so. so he's, and remember, not only is he from down here. He spent time, not from now here, like Florida, but he's from the South. He spent time in Florida, and he did Juco in Texas. They have the same size. You got yeah, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't gonna happen. Been in a straight so, skin. I'm gonna play something for y'all, and I'm gonna play something for the audience, and I'm gonna ask y'all, do you hear shade in any of this? This is what Cam Newton says randomly. Oh, I, yeah, I heard this. Go ahead and play that. Yeah. mentioned it before, but I'm going to just tell you, I need things around me just like this wall. And you probably know, you probably ask yourself, like, why this wall is just so basic? But it never changed on me. It's the same wall every single day. I like that. And I need things, people, around me. It's like this wall. It ain't going to change my Same size, same color. Probably the only thing that changed. One of the things that's on the project. You ready? Yeah. I mean, I was definitely, yeah, I was definitely shady. Yo, he said this wall has never changed on me. Yeah. You see, I need things, and people, people in my life that ain't gonna change on me. So it's it's interesting to kind of to kind of see that to kind of see that 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 I want I don't want to say like chemistry per se but yeah. i guess for lack of better terms well, to see to see the situation fold out I, the way I, that it i kind of think that goes to show that when kelvin was there they were probably like he would probably dap cam up all the time he'd be kicking and like everything was good so i'm sure that that caught cam off guard when all of a sudden he's talking out the side of his neck once he's gone but cam too probably has said some things to kelvin that kelvin probably didn't appreciate because 
I find it hard to believe, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, if you've ever met a person like this. I've yet to meet a person like this. It's hard to believe that someone who's as competitive as Cam and as successful as Cam to not spaz when you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, of course. I'm pretty sure, especially when Kelvin came to camp overweight, 300-some pounds. I'm pretty sure Cam Newton had quite a few things to say. Of course. What are you doing? Right? Because I'll be real with you. For me, I'm super competitive. And the more I win, the more competitive I get because I, I know I'm good at something, right? It takes a couple of losses for you to humble yourself a little bit yeah. and, and be a little bit more polite because let's be real. If you're on a team that's trash, you're not going to sit there and take off on someone. If you haven't been winning for a while, you're not going to take off on anybody either. Right. Let you win a couple of games. Let you be successful, right? We're talking about a man who was at UF when it was winning national championships, was supposed to be the next guy up. <clears throat> he got into some trouble, went to Blinn in Texas, won the JUCO national championship, left there, went to Auburn, won the national championship, won the Heisman, number one pick. Went to Carolina where they thought he wasn't going to be nothing. Won NFL MVP, went 15-1, and and got to the Super Bowl. That doesn't sound like a man who loses much to me. Yeah, and not right? only that, I so, mean, even even without all those accolades, he is the veteran. He's a veteran on that team, and he's the quarterback. He's the quarterback. If anybody has the right to spaz on you for you fucking up, it's the veteran quarterback of the team. Speaking of veteran quarterbacks, and then you crying I'm like tell you something later, and then you crying like he didn't go fifteen and one after you did. Cleared it. Didn't have yeah. not nail number one out here spazzing with a converted tight end as your leading receiver. And you're tied in. And an MVP. <laughs> the same year you got hurt, you won an MVP. That's crazy. Yep. That's so, crazy. So, shut up. so, I mean, it was just interesting to see that exchange because Kelvin came out the side of his neck so hard. You thought I was he was going to buckle? I, I can't was wait thinking Kelvin was about to push that man away like, all right, bro, like, this ain't what you want. You feel me? Right. Especially because he's from the crib. And that's usually, that's usually to, how it goes. You still off of his shit. Oh, you had to. But I and think, you're from honestly, South Florida, too, But I think, I think at the same time, too, Cam was smart in doing that because he knew Kevin was going to look like a bitch yeah, because yeah, Kevin on a new pussy. team. So he can't hit Cam because that fucks up your new team that you want. Yeah, now you look pussy. Because now, not even that, but like if you hit him, now your coach is just getting you rid of you. It, <clears> it, it was a win-win like, oh, for Cam regardless. Because yeah, if Cam they were to get in a fight, Cam is not going to lose his spot. Cam ain't looking like no bitch. Cam the city. Yeah. Cam is Cam is like one of the few quarterbacks in the league that can say, "Listen, bro, I, I'm the city right now, bro." Like, real talk. So it's gonna be. I don't know. I don't. I don't think there's gonna be any real resolve. But due to the fact that the Bills are AFC, Carolina's NFC. I don't. I don't see them seeing much of each other. So I don't. I don't no. think this is gonna. I don't think the situation has legs. I think we nah. seem to be getting in the end of it. Yeah. Um. But like I was saying, speaking of quarterbacks spazzing on teammates. And I know this isn't on the agenda, but I had to bring it up. Did you hear about Ryan Tannehill kicking the off kicking the his, offensive line? No, no, no. It wasn't lineman. It was running back. He kicked the oh, running back. Oh, that's out right. Because he missed the block. Because he missed the block. And they said Tannehill spazzed on him and then told him to get out of the huddle. Who was the running back? The rookie that yeah, they picked up. It was a rookie. Oh, they got him. Yeah, they, he told him to clear it because he would have gotten because he would have gotten sacked. Like, yeah. They said he would have got destroyed. Yeah. That's what they said. And, you know, he just had his whole knee reconstructed. So, 
<laughs> That's not what he wants. So. Yeah, the the guy is uh, Kalen Kalen Balage. Oh yeah, get the fuck out, Balage. Balage. Kalen Balage. Um, Balage out of here. So he says, and I quote: "You don't want to be an iron fist all the time. At least I don't. I like to pick my spots, like you said, and I have a reason for everything that I do. I believe in Kalen. I know the talent that he has." He has every tool we need him to have. He's big, he's strong, he's fast, he catches the ball well, he can pass protect. I told Kalen after the fact, I just want him to have more urgency. We want him to help us. I know he can help us, but we have to know what we're doing when we're on the field, especially in pass protection. I think he's picked it up. I think he's going to do a good job of pressing forward, and he's going to help us this year. Dope. So, but too bad it's not going to happen because the Dolphins is true. This is this is what I'm going to say. I'm I'm when it comes to football, and I guess it's the coach in me. I I always give a couple of chances. I do. I like I told you on the phone earlier today, Buddha. Um, yes, we do talk on the phone, all three of us. Um, uh-huh. You know, we're friends. Um, even Dylan, even though he don't like, listen, <laughs> Dylan, Dylan try to act so hard like he don't fuck with us. What did I have to? What? Why? Why did y'all just bring me up just now? See now you gotta look, 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 and I'm still a free agent out here in the streets. Dylan be coming over to hang out, bro. Not just so to hang podcast. Out. Right. What's up? I heard y'all trying to fire Concy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Holla at me. <laughs> oh anyway. God. Anyway, so like I was like I was telling you on the phone, like I still I'm still got the, the jury out there for Blake Bortles, but we'll talk that's another conversation for another day. Right. Trash Bortles? Relax. Yep. Relax. Yeah, that one. So Blake Bossuda. We're, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that later. We're gonna get into that later. Let's get we'll get into that later. What I was saying about Tannehill is in order for him to really have that turnaround, because he had I think he had like one good year, right? He had one good year. Yeah. He he's proven, yo, I can play on this level. Well at but this even, level. But even that good year, it wasn't an elite year. Yeah, but I mean, there's not that many quarterbacks who's gonna be elite though. I think good. I think good gets you a long career. I don't think he's ever had a year where he's been a top ten quarterback. Wait, that year that he spaz? Well, not spaz. Spazzing according to to his numbers, but I'm saying. I mean, that numbers is one thing, but like I said, numbers can be deceiving because we don't know how many of those are the players getting all the the yardage and shit. I'm talking about just in general, like being a quarterback and and getting the job done. I don't. I don't think he's ever had. That good of a year to where everybody would be like, "Oh yeah, he's a top ten quarterback." True. Nah, I don't. I don't think so either. I mean, his numbers technically his numbers aren't horrible. They're not terrible at no. all. Like three thousand nine hundred thirteen yards, twenty four touchdowns, seventeen picks. Seventeen is kind of high, but after that, he's had consecutive years with twelve picks, twenty seven touchdowns, twenty four touchdowns, nineteen touchdowns. Two consecutive years, four thousand yards yeah. passing. The, the so problem, he's not, he's the, not problem the problem with Tannehill is in clutch situations, he doesn't win games. Up. Yeah, that you I know, will, that's, that that's, I will agree you, with. you need that. But I think that comes with experience too. You got to remember, he, he transitioned to a quarterback from wide receiver in college. How many years has he been quarterback now in the NFL? Four. We talking about Tannehill? 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 No, he's been, been way, way longer than four years. My bad. He did like, not, I'm sorry, I didn't count. Yeah. It's it's six, but I'm gonna say five because he didn't play 
2017. Because he got hurt in 2016. So from 2012 to 2016. So that's you know, five you know, years ago. that long? I thought he'd been yeah. here for like 10 years. Nah, nah he's, been, he's only been a league <laughs> five years. Size, I thought like I've been hearing the it's same because, thing. It's forever. because it's the Dolphins. That's yeah. why. And you know the fans I, talk about he Tannehill tra- like he's he amazing. Trash. This is true. But here's here's the point but I'm trying to, to get tell to. you. He's one hell of a guy. Well, they like him. Yeah, they great. like him. Get your point. Then we gotta get back on. Yeah, track. that's what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Exactly. Tannehill is. Um, I think those kind of situations is what he needs to do in order to get the team to rally him up to him potentially having a good year. Um, I don't think he's. It's gonna be that good. He's lost a couple of receivers, so I mean, right. time will tell. I feel you. So so back to these fights. I mean. We see this a lot of times when these team when they when they have these inner team scrimmages. Squad, yeah, practices. Um, so, They're practicing for the whole week usually. Yeah, like, leading up to the preseason game. So Not all day. We gonna have all week to have beef. So a big one, a big exactly. one was between the Redskins and the Jets. They actually had a couple. The Redskins dust-ups. and they had a couple. They had a couple dust ups on defense. It probably was the Redskins defense, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. The Redskins defense. They got some. The bangers, boys love to scrap. Yeah. Swearinger. Yep, and they uh, and they and they they punked Terrell Pryor. Mm-hmm. I don't know what their beef is with him. Um, wasn't he on the Redskins? Yeah, he was on the Redskins. Yes. But he wasn't like tra- tra- like super trash. Like he was fine, I guess. Like what was he before he went to the Jets? He was with the Browns. Redskins. I mean, oh, I mean Redskins, then the Browns. Then the Browns. So he, he was trash with the Redskins because he was a quarterback only with Damn, the Redskins. he's been on a lot no. of teams. He was, he he's didn't. a wide receiver. Oh, he's he's been, he was a quarterback with the Raiders. He's been with the Raiders, the yep. Seahawks, yep. the Chiefs, yep. the Bengals, yep. the Browns, yep. the Redskins, and now the Jets. But he was only a wide receiver with what teams, though? I think it was um, only the Browns and the Redskins Browns, and the Redskins, Jets. Jets. But the okay. Browns was last year. Yes. I'm saying no, no. The Redskins were last year. It was last year. He was started with the Browns. He was straight with the Redskins. He he spazzed on the Browns. Went to the Redskins. He was straight. So I don't know what I don't know what that's what I'm saying. I don't know what the beef was. Y'all trash. Like y'all ain't having. What was great? What was Eric Reed doing? I mean, what was um Jordan Reed doing? Hurt like he always is. Hurt huge. So he played. Oh, he did do good. Yeah. No, no, no. That was Cleveland. Sorry. Oh, Cleveland, no. he had 1,000 yards, four touchdowns. Oh, he didn't do much. With Washington, he played nine games, started oh. two. Oh, damn. Had 20 damn. receptions, 240 yards and a touchdown. That was last year? Yeah. Why'd he only start two oh, games? Wow. That, well, that's probably why they're beefing with him. <laughs> Shit, that's kind of crazy. I didn't realize that. That's probably why they beefing with him. Yikes. Sheesh. Well, I don't know. There's obviously something there something that, going that on. we don't know. But um, I don't know who who it was that pretended to swing on him, but Torpire flinched so heavily. And my whole thing was like, bro, you're wearing a helmet. What you flinching for? Take that hit to the helmet, bro. You're going to hurt his hand. You good money. Damn, you're like a hoe. You did. Like, did a whole body turn away from that shit. You're like a whole hoe. Oh, you're a light-skinned nigga, so... I don't expect nothing from you. <laughs> so yeah, so you had you had the Redskins and the Jets. Okay, what's up? You have something to say? I got the scoop. Oh boy, here we go. Scoop, scoop. So this was. <laughs> so this was about a month ago. Zach Brown says Redskins defense will have it out for Terrell Pryor during joint practices. Terrell Pryor made a number of highlight reel catches last year during training camp and appears and it appears the Redskins defense didn't like it. 
Washington's marquee free agent signing last year, well, last season, he came into Richmond with sky-high expectations. Throughout the training sessions last August, Pryor put on one-handed displays at the jugs machine and often made big catches in team drills. It's also important to remember there was never any live tackling during these drills, leaving defenders at a distinct disadvantage. Right. Zach Brown remembers the scene quite well and thinks it will be very different this summer when Pryor comes to Richmond as a member of the Jets. He says, and I quote, that's going to be something right there. The boys are going to have it out for him. We can put hands on him now. So they got mad because he mossed them in training camp the year before. Mm-hmm. Well. You know how they got pads. You know how they feel better. It's like a smack them. Yeah, what was probably happening is not just that they were getting mossed. <clears throat> knowing, re- knowing, shit. knowing receivers. He was selling out. He was selling out. That's usually the beef between receivers and corners. I mean, we got a corner right there. He could let you know. That's usually the beef. Receivers sell out. And you know, corners, they got oh, that chip on them. Oh, they get smacked. Corners got that dog in them. They got that chip on their shoulder. And you got to remember, you know, wide receivers talk trash about corners. You know what they say about corners, right? We can't catch. Yeah, receivers that yeah. can't catch. That's fine. Brock can smack the shit out you, though. <laughs> See? And that's usually where the beef occurs, so. When the pads come on and I fold your ass up. So see, <laughs> see what happened? We padded up. That's 7 on 7 shit for the birds. Uh, Ain't no 7 on 7 on NFL, nigga. Pad. That's why I fuck with defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. usually how it goes. That's how the beef goes. It's straight across the line. O-linemen, D-linemen, linebackers, running backs, tight ends. Mm-hmm. Receivers, corners. But receivers, corners is the biggest beef, though, by far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they don't, even, they don't even hang out with each other. Like it just, they really don't. They don't. Corners and receivers don't really be vibing like that. And then you got the guy. We'll have a team of corners and receivers that don't fuck with each other at all. And then you got don't like each other whatsoever. Then you got the guys that play both sides that play corner and receiver. They play, but the ones who played receiver first still hang out with the offense, and the ones that play corner first still hang out with the defense. Mm -hmm. So that those those situations isn't necessarily shocking, but I knew there was something to it. That's funny. They were coming. They were coming for prior. Yeah, and and he was in the NFC East too, so you knew that one handed shit wasn't going to fly. That's why Odell's tough as ish to me. Because he do all that flashy stuff and he be taking a whooping mm-hmm. and he still be getting up. I feel Putting you. up numbers. Um, so, yeah. So, there was, there was those instances with quite a few teams. Uh, but the the things that happened a lot, too, were these dust-ups with people on the same team, which happens a lot. You know, that happens all the time, too. Like, the Brown, Jarvis Landry got into it with, I believe it was Jimmy Ward. Um yeah, he hit he hit the he shit out the, of him. He threw the ball at his yeah. head. <laughs> Jarvis Landry, because I guess Buddy was all over him, so he got up and threw the ball at his helmet, and Buddy came up and grabbed Landry like they ended up going to the ground and stuff. But I'm sure we will see that like next week on Hard Knocks. But that was happened. DeAndre Hopkins got into it today too. Mm-hmm. With, uh, oh, no, that was with Jimmy Ward. That was with Jimmy Ward Hopkins. DeAndre mm-hmm. Hopkins is one of those rare wide receivers that he just real nigga. All he got his he got his helmet snatched off his head, and he, he still caught the pass. Yeah, he still caught the pass. He still caught the pass. He took his helmet off, like his helmet got ripped off. He still kept his concentration to catch the ball on and come back, Dylan. And still, and, and then and then mush Buddy in the fucking face and hit his helmet. Fuck you, ho. <laughs> Punched his helmet. <laughs> Listen, I tell my players this. If there's a guy that's fanning you up and you got a helmet on and he doesn't and he hits your helmet anyway, I'm don't find him. Don't find him after the game. Right. Don't find him after the game. Oh, yeah, don't do it because he pun- he just punched your helmet. <laughs> Andre Johnson. 
Right. Exactly. Corlin Finnegan should have known ahead of time when Buddy hit him in the helmet. Why? Just Leave vibe. him alone. Yeah, just vibe. Leave him alone. Just vibe. That swole ass mm-hmm. wide receiver. Because you know in the back of their head, what's what's going what's going on in the back of their head is you know that's a helmet, right? I Bro. don't care. Bam. Oh, that was close. Um but yeah, so we got, we saw a lot of that. Uh <laughs> and then most notably, uh the Jacksonville Jaguars. That was interesting. We're we're, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna transition <laughs> to this. Dante Fowler got into it with Yannick Ngakwe, um, and there, I know there's a lot of tension there between those two because Dante Fowler was drafted. Yannick Ngakwe is about to be a replacement, nigga. He already is. He already I mean, is. that's the thing. Dante <laughs> Fowler was drafted in the first round. Where is Fowler from? Where did he go to school at? Nope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so he got he got brought in. He was supposed to be, you know, this the stud, that guy. that guy. And then Yannick came in and just started balling and mm-hmm. was doing better and took his roster spot basically. So Yannick had easily been defensive rookie of the year last year. Yeah, so like that's one of the the more tightly contested position battles in camp right now is those two jockeying for position. And you know, I guess it got to them and they they had it out. And, um, which, which is fine. I mean, they'll get over that. Teammates fight all the time. That's, that's normal. Uh, but that brings me to Jalen Ramsey, mm-hmm. who took off on the media because I guess they filmed it and, and released it. Sure did. So I don't know exactly what Jalen had said, but I know he was suspended a week. Dante Fowler, by the way, was suspended a week for the fight. And Jalen Ramsey suspended a week for him snapping on the media, um, basically saying y'all don't. all y'all quarterbacks is trash. Well, that's not we're not gonna get there. We're gonna yet. get to that, but you know that the fight they said the fight continued after practice. Too. Yeah, I it bet. Was in yeah. the parking lot. Um, this is this is what I'm gonna say about the fighting stuff. You know, their defense just got that much more real. Yeah, they're gonna be that much more hungry. We spoke about this on the they're phone too. Be, yeah, we spoke about this on the phone. <laughs> it's 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 good. The fights are good. The fights are good. I can't... I'll say this much. I can't think of a team... And this is crazy too. Intramural. And you already know what I'm talking about. Yep. Intramural or in high school or even as coaching. I can't think of a of a team that was good that didn't have a good fight. Right. You need that because, you know, it gets you riled up. Mm-hmm. It builds camaraderie. It builds solidarity. Oh, and You know, it, it just does. And it's, it's dangerous for the other team because everybody yeah. on the defense wants to one-up each other. Oh, and then on top of that, you want to know what makes it worse? Here's what makes it worse, and this is why I feel sorry. Who's the first team that plays the Jags? Oh, shit. Find out and let me know. I got you right now. Here's the reason why. They because it's not even preseason anymore, and you got to realize, I've been hitting you, my teammate, this whole off season. I can't wait. And now you're telling me I'm about to see a different color on the other side of the field? Oh, I'm about to spaz. Week one, Jaguars got the Giants. Ooh, that might be good. Oh, that might man. be that might be good. Odell, Saquon. That might be good. I feel bad for Eli. He better get rid of that ball we're quick. Gonna, so we're going to be at L House oh, watching that game. Um... Oh, and, and people who are listening to this, if you ever want to watch a game with us, come vibe with us. We at Air House every Sunday. On your, On your motto. motto. The Jaguars' first three games are going to be fire. Why they play us too? Giants, pa- Giants, Patriots, Titans. We might lose that game, but I'm going to keep it a buck with you. 
You know we start slow. That's in Jacksonville too. Ooh. Duval. If I had Guap, if I had if I had Guap, win that bitch. I'd ride up there and I would get a cheap seat just to watch the game. Oh, I would be down to oh man. Uh, now it's too close, yeah. If it was further away. Yeah, I mean, as far as like time wise, that's, that's, that's a decent little road trip. Yeah, bro. but we're going to Mexico, so like funds. I don't know. I ain't trying to pay we'll for it. We'll, 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 we'll see. We'll see. That would be a fire um, game to go to. I would be down for that. Yeah. So, um, you know, shout out to Calvin, by the way, Jags fan, avid balls sports podcast listener. We staying with you, bro. <laughs> yeah, we might slob out of curl. Um, but I mean, I, I like the fights. I don't know about y'all. No, I, I, I think it's great. What do you all think? Yeah. I like the fights. Yeah, I think I think yeah, you have to. I mean, like I said, I think it's normal. It helps build the camaraderie. They're gonna dap it up. Eventually. You got to it's yeah. your teammate, bro. Like, exactly. So it's gonna be one of those things that it's gonna be quiet and awkward for a second, and then somebody's gonna say something slick and funny. They're both gonna laugh and then Yeah, because come game time, they're gonna be your biggest fan. Exactly. I hate them. They're gonna, receivers. they're gonna be in a preseason game. Dante Fowler's gonna take the quarterback's head off. Yannick's gonna dap him up. Bet. One the thing on defense, that's, what, that's how it is on defense, bro. Like, you get size. That's how you make real defensive plays. Yeah. You just size each other all day. You got to have that. You and it's a lot easier. To, I think defense, too, it's a lot easier to be in rotation, too. Like, the best players. Like, defensive line. Because that can. The best players don't get baby. Ain't no positive reinforcement. Ain't no nothing. Right. It's like, hey, is you about to be a grown-ass man if y'all smacking people or are you going to be a bitch? Yeah, and that, and that's what makes the, the Jaguars' defense so potent is it's, it's like I was telling you, it's a bunch of alphas. Mm-hmm. It's a bunch of alpha males on that defense and somehow they work. But you together. see, but here, there's a reason. There's <laughs> Absolutely a reason. no pun intended. There's a reason. Oh Word. yeah, I hate the freaking alphas. <laughs> yeah. Freaking yeah. bums. A bunch of alphas, no Greek. Except for my dog, I be. If you don't listen to this podcast or YouTube, yeah, he sucks too. Trash out. The only good thing about him is he graduated from Nova High School, and that's like 5% of him. So the other 95% pure. And shout out to my dog, though. Jill was in Africa all this week. Yeah. On a mission trip. Getting out. He's lit. He's, he's a young, he's a youngin. Oh, can we get back to talking about sports then? We can. But I mean, he just wanted to share his life real quick. Yeah, he's trash. Wow. Wow. All right, so moving forward. President's uh, trash. Huh? Your president is Garbahio. Who's president? Your cousin and no. Your cousin oh, <laughs> Racist. You talking about me being racist? That was racist as fuck. I can't be racist. I'm black. That's not true. That could, that's another hot button discussion. That's my narrative. Talk about. So, I'm going to make that my narrative from now on. So the thing about the Jaguars. And I'm me and the nation of domination. <laughs> oh my God. So the thing we about. We are the nation. A domination. Guys, guys, we're getting off track. <laughs> and now you're insisting you will be the one that's keeping it. This is still sports, though. I'm still keeping it in the, in the sports up. realm. Listen, so listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing about the Jags that, that, I, that I was saying. Also on the phone. Um, oh, that cute. We're going to start three-way calling you, bro. Don't worry. Aww, that would be <laughs> so fun. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> These guys, everybody who's on, everybody who's on that defense. Y'all are tripping. Everybody who's on that defense, for the most part, they have something to prove. Yeah. One way, shape, or form, they were passed up or considered a risk. Yep. Clyde Campbell was considered too old. Didn't Miles Jack get hurt? Silly goodness. Miles Jack got hurt. They didn't think he was going to be able to play the way that he wanted to. Nobody knew anything about Tubman Smith like that, let's be real. Um, Wait, didn't they draft Miles Jack, though? Yeah. Yes. But he went later than he was supposed to. He was to. way later than he was supposed um, to. 
And then, like, A.J. Bouye had one good, like, one really good year in Houston. But other than that, he was straight. They considered Jalen Ramsey a risk. They mm-hmm. said Church was a risk. They said that whole, like, there was a lot of people on that defense as risk. So not only do you have a bunch of alpha males, but the that was they got something Paul Pausnowski. Right. Probably. He did come in. He did come in highly touted. You know why? Mm-hmm. What, because he's Polish? Yeah, he's Polish like shit. He's not white. <laughs> you said who, what? He's not white. He's Polish. I'm Polish. What point are you making here? Because you called me white earlier. Oh, well, because I felt like it at the, point, at the time. You know, at the time, I felt like calling you white. This time, you're Polish. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, that's, you know, is that fair, I guess? Well, while we're on the topic of Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> tomato, tomorrow, Jalen freaking Ramsey. Spaz. And this is why I like Jalen Ramsey. He holds nothing back when it comes to how he feels about shit. I mean, <laughs> Jalen freaking niggas usually don't hold nothing back. <laughs> guys like Jalen Ramsey don't usually hold anything back. What do you mean by guys like Jalen Ramsey? <laughs> There's no Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> Ramsey type of guys. So he got an interview on GQ magazine. Of course. Which was intriguing to say the least. (laughs) 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 Not cool, dog. Not cool. Um, Take my agenda. His right here. He never takes his, and then he spazzes on you because you never give it to him. He's a fucking liar. Something else that y'all couldn't see, but they just had a mention. All right. All right. So what Jalen Ramsey says, we got to keep this a buck. You can't read the, can't read the whole thing. <clears throat> no, I'm going to read this little... I'm going to skim through it. No, you got to go down the list of these quarterbacks you're talking about. No, absolutely. I got I got this. <laughs> so... I did. He said, and this was interesting, he said this year's NFL draft was a little off. Yep. I he agree with if, all of this. He said if all those teams were wanting Baker Mayfield so bad... Baker compares better with Lamar than any of those other quarterbacks. So they wanted that type of quarterback, confident, can get out the pocket, throw on the run, big plays with a lot of charisma. And yeah, I understand Baker going number one. But if all the other people were competing and wanting Baker too, then why wasn't Lamar the second quarterback chosen Mm. instead of at the end of the first round? Mm. Facts. He says that he thinks Josh Allen is trash. He doesn't care what anybody says. He's trash (laughs) and is going to show. It's a stupid draft pick to him. They're going to play them this year, and he's super excited about that. He hopes that he's starting. He said he played at Wyoming, and every time they played a big school like Iowa Hold State. On. Just to preface this, now, earlier during the uh, the rookie minicamps, uh, Josh Allen, they had posted a video of Josh Allen throwing a ball, and Jen Ramsey had tweeted it saying, that looks like a pick to me. <laughs> and then deleted that tweet. So, so he says, <clears throat> he says when they play a big school like Iowa State, and he's like, which is not that big of a school to me because I went to Florida State. He, threw, <laughs> he said he threw five picks and they lost by a couple of touchdowns. He never beat a big school. If you look at his game against big schools, there was hella interceptions, hella turnovers. Like, yo, if you're this good, why couldn't you do better? He fizzes the mold. He's a big, tall quarterback with a big arm. Supposedly, I don't see it personally. He says, <clears throat> so somebody was like, who are the quarterbacks? So, well, he continues to say, and this part doesn't get mentioned, but I'm going to mention it. He goes, I would have picked Lamar earlier than 32. 
I think he's going to do a good job, especially with the offensive coordinator of the Ravens. He likes running quarterbacks, and he loves the read option. And just being honest about it, Flacco sucks. I played against him two years in a row. He sucks. <laughs> so they go... Trash. He goes, <clears throat> who are the quarterbacks that don't suck, in your opinion? Aaron Rodgers doesn't. Tom Brady doesn't. He says, I got to think now about all the teams. Marcus Mariota is a great quarterback for their team. I think Tyrod Taylor is actually a better quarterback than he gets credit for. Yep. He doesn't make mistakes. Not He's a Marcus Mariota-type player where he manages the game really well, always has him in position to be in the game late, and he doesn't have turnovers that often. Yep. That's all you really need, especially when you got a good defense. Sounds like he's done his homework. He said, yeah, are you sold on... Like smart-ass quarterback. He says, are you sold on Jimmy Garoppolo? He said, I don't know yet, because when they beat us, his hype picked up. They were like, he beat the number one defense. He was like, it was all schemes. He didn't beat us. It wasn't like he diced us up. It was all schemes. They were, doing fly, they were doing flat routes to the wide-open fullback, and he's running for 20 yards down the field four times during the game. So he didn't really dice us up. It was the fullback and the tight end on over routes. That sounds like he watched film. Yeah. So he goes down the list. He says Deshaun Watson, league MVP in a couple of years, 100%. I agree. No debate. He says between him and Carson Wentz, every year for the next 5 to 10 is going to be them. Yep. Jared Goff, he's average to above average. I agree. He says he's like Jimmy Garoppolo. He was like, he wasn't even good enough to earn his starting role. Like, how are you the number one pick and you didn't start right away? You're expected to start now. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. He said in his second year, he got a new offensive coordinator. He said the offensive coordinator is like your brainiac. When we played them, it felt like his offense coordinator was drawing up the perfect play and he was just hitting the open man. Mm-hmm. For what his team asked him to do, yeah, he's good. He says Dak Prescott is all right. Yep. He says Zeke runs the team. Yep. Uh, I agree. I tell you, I agree. He thinks Kirk Cousins is good. He says he's a winner, hell of a competitor, best play action quarterback in the league. Okay. He says Derek Carr is good. Eli Manning, he thinks it's Odell. He won't say that he's good. Well, he won't say that Eli's good. He'll say Odell is good. I agree. He says they got a good connection. He's like, Russell Wilson is a good leader. Big Ben is decent at best. He Mm. said it's not Big Ben, it's Antonio Brown. Yep. Big Ben slings the ball a lot of the time. He just slings it and his receivers go get it. He has a strong arm, but he ain't all that. Played him twice a year, and I'm really disappointed. He'll be in the Hall of Fame and all that. He says, what about Blake Bortles? This is the part that interested me the most. He said, Blake, do what he got to do. I think in crunch time moments, like last year's playoff game, not as a team because we would have trusted him, but I think as an organization, we should have trusted him more to keep throwing it. We got complacent and conservative. That's why we lost. And I agree 125% with that. He said we started running it on first and second down and throwing it on third. Every single time we got out there, the pass caught on. They don't go against him in training camp. We spoke about that while the game was going on. Yeah. Like, why are you running right now? He says Nick Foles, he won him a Super Bowl, so he's good enough to do that. He had a hella good team, too. But as long as you do what the team asks you to do, then you're good. Like, people say Blake sucks. But he took us to the AFC Championship game doing exactly what was asked of him. Don't turn the ball over. Run Leonard Fournette to death. Let the defense get some turnovers. And putting us in good field position to capitalize on said turnovers. Which, I mean, you might not say that's a good quarterback, but technically that's what you want your quarterback to do. Um, Ryan Tannehill, he says doesn't know much about him. He hasn't heard the greatest and stuff about him, but doesn't know him personally. Thinks Phillip Rivers is good. Thinks Matt Ryan is overrated. He's like, you can't tell me you went MVP two years ago. Mm. Then last year, you were complete bust, and you still got Julio Jones. Mm. There's no way it should happen. You know what that tells me? That tells me offensive coordinator Kyle Shanahan left, 
went to San Francisco, got Garoppolo, made Garoppolo this big thing, and now Garoppolo's a big name. Mm. And now Ryan's had a bad year. Well, was it really you or was it the coach? Facts. So, yeah. I completely agree with that. So, yeah. That was... Shout out to Jalen Ramsey, man. He, he spoke the truth on that shit. And he says, and just to end it off, just to show you the kind of man he is, God didn't make me to be on this earth by myself. Somebody gonna like me. So if a couple of people don't like me, I'm not tripping. I'm good. That's so real. It was intriguing to see people talk trash and say he didn't even know like the quarterbacks like that or whatever. Whatever. No, but remember, <laughs> we said that he did his homework. Yeah. So we can go down the list. The quarterbacks that he said was good. Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Deshaun Watson, Matthew Stafford, Phillip Rivers, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Tyrod Taylor, Marcus Mariota, and Nick Foles. That's about it. Against him, yes. they had three touchdowns and a pick. And he had an 87, and they had an 87.2 passer rating as a whole. The best passer rating against him was Matthew Stafford with 116. Yeah, because he, he hadn't played some of them. Yeah. yeah. And then Deshaun Watson, they he torched them. I remember that game. Yeah. Um, so Jalen Ramsey in coverage versus the quarterbacks that he mentioned negatively. Andrew Luck, Ben Roethlisberger, Jared Goff, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Joe Flacco. Total, one touchdown, five interceptions, Mm -hmm. 69 passer rating. There's something that I picked up from this, though. And shout out to um, Rich Miller. He's he's a defensive coordinator for the varsity at Nova High School. He listens to the show also. He's a he's the Dolphins fan that keeps trolling you, Dylan. By the way, Yo, let me go live. Real trash. He says something intriguing, and there is a trend to pick up on here. Mm-hmm. That the you got Rodgers, Carr, Watson, Stafford, Rivers, Wilson, Brady, Taylor, Mariota, Foles. Guys who, even though they're able to throw the ball deep, they are more precision passers. Mm-hmm. They like the double routes. They like the option routes and all that. Luck, Roethlisberger, Goff, Garoppolo, and Flacco are guys who like the long ball. Garoppolo started throwing the long ball more towards the end of the season. Right. But he had three picks against Ben Roethlisberger, who we know if there's anybody who throws a long ball, it's Roethlisberger. So I would take this information and look at it and say, well, we don't need to go deep on Jalen Ramsey. I think that's dead. For what? I think I think we're good off that. Let's it's go to Richard these option. Let's go to these option rounds. You can go deep on Richard Sherman easily. Easily. You could have did it when he was at his peak. Mm. Now he on. Now he, and now he coming back from an Achilles. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap. Um. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. Shout out to Jalen Ramsey. Uh, moving on. Uh, I use that. There's some potential. You snap, Jalen. You snap, Jalen. Jalen, you snap, Jalen, bitch, you snap. There's potentially some good news coming out of LA. Uh, there has been reports that Aaron Donald will sign a deal by the end of the week. Um, About time. Now, there's been conflicting reports because the head coach has also said, you know, we don't like let's pump the brakes on that. We're not, we're not there yet. Figures. However, they have scheduled a big conference, like big press conference next week. So what is they, that for, coach? Right. So there's speculation. I don't know. Hopefully this comes through. He gets his deal because that could only mean good things for the Khalil Mack situation, which yes. obviously I'm stressing over. Yes, um, we, we can see. Because if not, Patriots going to get him. 
No, the they're actually saying they're actually out. saying Green Bay has the best chance of landing Khalil Mack. That's what, like all Why of the. Would you go there? That's, that's, that's like, full mammy. Ain't that a rivalry? Um, they're saying that's no. No rivalry. Raiders no. Packers ain't no rivalry. They played in. They played in the. Uh, we rarely play second them. Second Super Bowl though. We yeah. We only play them once every like four years. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll see how that goes. Now, one thing I noticed uh, popped up on my Bleacher Report earlier this week. AJ Green said that he is guaranteed to be a Hall of Famer. What do you guys think about that? Uh, slow down, calm, relax. I feel you. <clears throat> I mean, I was looking at his numbers. He has eight thousand yards in seven seasons. He's only had one year where he didn't go over a thousand. And he's got what fifty six touchdowns. Dude, right. Faster, now my my whole question is: Do you think the fact that he doesn't have a championship or may never get a championship is going to hurt that? No. Now we look at somebody like, you know, if he keeps doing that, no. Yeah, you look at somebody like, you know, did Randy? Get, Randy got a Super Bowl. Nope. Randy nope. No, Randy didn't get a Super Bowl. That's right. So Randy didn't get, but Randy's argue. Terrell Owens didn't either. Yeah, but those two are both arguably top three all time. Mm-hmm. Chris Carter didn't get a Super Bowl. I don't know if. Where where would you say AJ Green but, is? I mean, Ladanian Thompson didn't get there either, and AJ Green puts up monster numbers. I think for the fact that he he's consistently stayed at Cincinnati, mm-hmm. a team that hasn't won a playoff game, period. I think that's 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 saying something. That's, that's saying like if you go to a win, if you're going to a team that's winning, then you'll be in there. Right. He probably would. Honestly, he probably would. So you guys, you guys agree that he'll, yeah, he'll eventually be in there? I do. You, you want to know something crazy? You got a red robin throwing you the ball. You want to know something crazy beyond that? I just, I just want to, point, I just want to point this out. I really want to point this out. Where were you in two thousand and three? Two thousand and three, I was born before. I was in ninth grade. What grade were you in, Dylan? You were in tenth grade. I was in tenth. Third, fourth. I was in 10th grade. You were in elementary school. Marvin Lewis just got the job as the Cincinnati head coach. Damn. Just been there forever. You know how many playoff wins he has? Zero. Damn. Yeah, this is last year, ain't it? You know how many playoff losses he's had? Seven. Yeah. He was supposed to step down. He came back. So let me ask y'all a question. AJ Green is a free agent in 2020. He's not resigning with that. He's going to the New England Patriots. You think he's leaving though? For no, he's like dead ass. He's, he's gonna leave. leave. He's gonna leave. There's no way he stays. He's gonna leave. leave. He's been there for eight years. Losing is listen. Losing or the 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 playoff like not even winning a playoff game that weighs on you, bro. Yeah. It just does. Especially when you're one of these elite receivers who like you know that you can bring a lot to the table. Your best years are wasting. Yeah. But uh, okay, but I agree. I agree. I do think you know he'll eventually get in there. I don't know if he'll be. I don't know if he'll be first ballot. Yeah, but uh, if you're talking like that, you can relax. Yeah, you haven't even been the best wide receiver in the league. Right. Yeah, he's he's not first ballot, but he'll get in. Right. Um. So to wrap up uh, things with the NFL, I just want to talk about the second episode of Hard Knocks. Um. I don't know if you guys had a chance to see it. Nah, not yet. But I okay. Will. So a lot of this episode, um, first and foremost, it started with Corey Coleman. Um, and him going into Hugh Jackson's office and like upset that he was running with the second team and 
Did they release Jet? They traded him. And he even said at the beginning of the episode, he's like, he's like, why the fuck am I running with the second team? And Hugh Jackson was like, well, ask, we have ask, ask Coach Haley, going. you know, the offensive coordinator. He's like, ask Coach Haley. And he was like, I mean, come on, bro. Either fucking play me or trade me. And they traded him. Just like that. Really? That's yeah. where that came That's from? That's exactly how it happened. That's exactly how it happened. You're on the second team because we have Josh Gordon and Jarvis Landry. Yeah. Holy and, shit. And they also have Callaway. Antonio Callaway, which Who's was another that? big focus of this episode. Oh, because, yep. Because as you know, last week he got uh, Yo, cited. Urban, you started a horrible trend of dumb things <laughs> at Florida. He got yeah. he got cited. <laughs> yeah, he got cited for having uh, marijuana in his car. It was only a roach that they found. It wasn't like anything. It was like just a little, just a little roach that has some weed in it. Oh, and know. there was gun parts, not a whole gun, but like. Why well, got gun parts? Gun in parts. Because that car was shipped. The up The car from was Florida. shipped up from Florida, and he hadn't been using his car. His homeboy been using his whip. Yeah. <laughs> So here's the thing. So it was crazy. What was crazy is like the first 20 minutes, like you see him at practice and like he hasn't told his coaches yet, and you can see he's off. And everybody and everybody and everybody can tell he's just off about something because like it was like the night before that it happened. So like the whole day of practice, like he's just quiet, and like the offensive coordinator was like, "Yo, you all right?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "You look like a, a sad puppy dog right now. Like, what's going on?" I'm good, I'm good. He's like, all right. He's like, no, focus on whatever you got to focus on. But, like, good. So, he never talked to his coaches about it. News broke the next day that he had been cited. Because he was never arrested. He was just cited for it. And, um, you know, he had to sit down with John Dorsey and with Hugh. And they're like, you know, so what the fuck happened? And he basically just told the situation. And like, all right, cool. You know what? We believe you. We got you. He was like, you are going to have, he's like, you need to apologize to the team. He was like, and we are going to punish you. Um, but I do believe you and I got your back on this. However, if I find out you're lying, I'm going to have your ass. And I was just like, all right. So as a punishment during their preseason game, he played the entire game. They played him every snap of the preseason game. So he played with the, the first team, second team, third team. He played Start to finish. He was waving to come off the field. They kept him in every single snap. He's not bad. As punishment. No, he's good. Yeah, he's a good receiver. But, yeah. So, you know. They kept him in the whole game. The entire game. game. Like, he was tired. Like, you can even, like, they even had him mic'd up during the game. So, at one point, the DB's, like, pushing off of him. He's like, damn, well, I can tell you tired. He's like, yeah. Like, (laughs) <laughs> it was really tough. That's the cardio. But I think I think he I think he got it. And then uh, during the game, I would love that though. Yeah, during during the game, the OC went up to Jarvis and was like, "Listen, I need you to take him under your wing. Like, he needs to get away from all this shit that he's had going on." He was like, "And you want to be this vocal, passionate person in the locker room? I need you to do it." He was like, "Larry Fitzgerald would do it." And and Jarvis was like, "I got you." So. Haley said that? Yeah. yeah. Haley Jarvis is Gerald is Haley's guy. Yeah. I'm trying to tell y'all Jarvis wanted out of Miami so he can go do some real work somewhere. Yeah. That's lit. Yeah, so that was that was that was the main focus of the episode. I mean Tyrod had a great 
Drahilni, I think he was only played one drive during the preseason game. He was five for five, eighty some yards. He went yards. no huddle. Yeah, Tyra. Yeah, Tyra. Yeah. Ninety nine yards and a touchdown with a yeah. one fifty eight point three passer rating. He's nice, bro. Like yeah. I don't even know why we even talking about it. Like and people are still sucking Baker Mayfield. Skip Bayless is annoying. Yeah, we don't. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it because it's gonna make yeah. me mad. Yeah, but I mean, it I'm was already a, talking about him later on in the show. So like, it I'm, was, I'm, it was I'm a good there. episode. It was a good episode. It was cool to see like. Them interacting with Odell before the game, like he was cutting up with them and stuff like that. Because you know what it is. Yeah. So it was. And it you was know cool. he might slide. So. I like I like hard knocks when it's when like when it's when it's a cool team. Like it's it's fun to watch. You see this on YouTube, right? Um, I don't know if they put the second episode on YouTube yet. But uh, yeah, it is. Sure. I think it is on there. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at the thing. Where are you watching? I watched it on HBO. Yeah, I watched it when it happened. All right. So just um one thing that I wanted to mention. Um, for NCAA football, I'm not even going to do the intro because there's not that much going on. For those who really are into college football, this series coming back to fruition is going to make a lot of people happy. Um, just because, I mean, it's a cool series to have. Um, because they're so similar they're, the programs are are very 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 similar. Well, well, shout out to college basketball. So and the new rules of getting guys in school. Yeah, we talked about that last week. I know I'm just saying. Shout them out again, real quick. So made me happy. Happy. The LSU Tigers mm-hmm. and the Clemson. Tigers have renewed their home and away series. Um, they've they've played each other before. Um, the and Tigers it, versus the Tigers. The Tigers yeah. and the Tigers. Who first, you got? I got the Tigers. The first time you can't lose. The first time that they met was in 1959. That's ten years before we went to the moon, but all right, well, fifty-eight, but. <laughs> that's very true. Things had to watch a game from the parking lot. Yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> yeah, crazy. pretty much. Um, they've played in three bowl games. Um, in the all-time series, I'm thinking LSU has more wins. I can find that out for later. That doesn't really matter. But here's the thing that's interesting about the both of them: Tigers and Tigers. One of Clemson's colors is like an offset purple. LSU colors is a purple. It's that same purple, too. Mm-hmm. The purple. LSU Tigers play in a stadium that is nicknamed Death Valley. The Clemson Tigers play in a field that is nicknamed Death Valley. Mm. So these programs are very, very similar. They, In order for LSU to win their national championship, they had to get through the University of Alabama, in order for Clemson to win their national championship, they had to get through a team known as the University of Alabama. So they have a cra- and both of them have crazy, ridiculous fan bases. So it'll definitely be an interesting game to watch. That is for sure. Yeah. That's all I have for NCAA football. All right. So let's, well, let's get right into the WWE. The W. W E the W W 
the what? 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 All right, y'all. So SummerSlam is this Sunday, uh, right now. All right. Hopefully, we'll all be watching together. Um, so right now, we're gonna go through all the matches, and we're gonna make our picks. And then after we make the picks, um, I'll see if you guys have any predictions for the night, anything crazy that might happen, all right? So we'll go match by match, and starting with the pre-show, we have a mixed tag match, Rusev and Lana versus Andrade Cien Almas and Zelina Vega. Just because I don't know who Andrade is, Rex. Rusev? Yeah, Rusev and Lana. Okay, I got Rusev and Lana as well. I've got me winning that one, Chuck. What? I'm easily winning that bit because I ain't watching that bit. I'm winning. Okay. Uh, so here you go. You see where I was going with that. Rusev. Pre-show. Right. Rusev and Lane. All right. Nah. Also on the pre-show, we got the Cruiserweight Championship. Cedric Alexander uh, versus Drew Gulak. Who's Drew Gulak? Bitch. I like his Cedric name. Alexander. I like his name, so I might pick I like Drew Gulak, too. Drew I'm not going to lie. Nah, Cedric Alexander black, ain't Yeah. Oh, dang. Nation. A domination. What are you doing, Nelson? Damn. Cedric's been champion since before WrestleMania. I feel like they're about to lose that, bitch. All right. And then the last pre-show match, we got the Raw Tag Team Championships. The B Team versus the Revival. I got the A Team, Chuck. I got the B Team. (laughs) I got the B Team as well. Man, they size, bro. See, that's what happened. Nelson, what do you got? You put... Look at the B Team. (laughs) Look who you put the championship belts on, and now they end up on the pre-show. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, now this is I don't know the order of the show I just know those first three matches of the pre-show um, so we got the Smackdown Tag Championships the Bludgeon Brothers against the New Day I'm going New Day I've got Old Day Chuck so I'm going, I'm going New Day alright we got Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin I got Finn I mean I don't see how Baron Corbin is going to win this match I'm going to go Finn. I've got Huckleberry Finn Balor, Chuck. Yeah, I got Finn Balor. Okay. I feel like something will happen, though. We're going to get to predictions. Oh, there's predictions, too? Yeah. Um, Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. This is an eight-year rivalry culminating finally into this match. Daniel Bryan. No? I'll take The Miz for 500, Alex. Really? Yes. We got the United States Championship, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy. Shinsuke. Shinsuke. I've got Daisuke Matsuzaka. <laughs> Daisuke Matsuzaka. Uh, that's racist. Um, <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura. We got the Intercontinental Championship match, Dolph Ziggler uh, Drew with Drew McIntyre in his corner versus Seth Rollins with Dean Ambrose in his corner. Dean Ambrose is back. Um, I, I don't think there's any way that Seth Rollins doesn't win this match, so I'm gonna go with Seth. I think the Backstreet Boys beats 98 degrees on this one, so I'm gonna go. That one goes Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. That was Ziggler. Okay. Um, Braun Strowman versus Kevin Owens. If Braun loses in any way, meaning by disqualification countout, uh, he loses the Money in the Bank briefcase to Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens might win because of some fuck shit. I was thinking that too, but I'm rolling with Braun Strowman. I'm going with Bronny Strowman, bro. I'm going to go with Braun Strowman too, though. Aw, oh, bitch. 
Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Carmella versus Charlotte versus Becky Lynch. Becky! I'm going Rebecca for 500, Alex. Okay, I so. am going to go Charlotte. Oh, speaking of Charlotte, um, <laughs> that's where I'm going to be this weekend. Nice. Uh, next, we got the Raw Women's Championship. Alexa Bliss versus Ronda Rousey. Alexa! Please. I'm going with Ronda. I'm going with Rowdy, Ronda, Rousey for 400, Alex. The WWE Championship, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. I think Samoa Joe wins the title here. Not going to lie to you. Not going to lie, big dog. Yeah, Samoa Joe gets that. I'm going with Moana Joe for 500. Samoan Joe. I'm just kidding, bro. Samoan Joe? Samoan Joe. All right. And then the main event, which I know this is going to be the main event, the Universal Championship match, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Lilo Reigns. You got Reigns winning. I've got Brock Reigns. (laughs) All right. All right. Roman Lesnar. Oh, that name is ugly. Which one do you like better? Which one do you like better? Brock Reigns or Roman Lesnar? Can you choose one? <laughs> pick a name and then I'll pick my pick. Brock Reigns. Thank you. It's Brock Reigns. That name is Captain. Okay. Such so, a douchey name. So who's choosing? I got uh, Roman Reigns. Okay. Brock Reigns. What the? All right. So I'm choosing Brock Lesnar. Um, and this is going to lead right into our predictions portion. Um, I, I believe that Brock Lesnar is going to beat Roman Reigns again. And Braun Strowman, who will have won earlier in the night, is going to come out and cash in and become champion. Oh, for that to happen. Wait, who did I say was going to win that match? Roman. Dang. <laughs> but something could happen with the Paul Paul Heyman situation yeah. too. Um, predictions. Money in the bank is gonna get cashed one way, shape, or form. Yeah, no matter what, I feel like this is gonna get cashed. I feel like honestly, I feel like no matter what, the winner of Braun versus Kevin Owens is gonna end up leaving as champion at the end. A of the heel night. turn is gonna happen too. Yes, I believe Dean Ambrose or McIntyre. He's already heel. Oh, true. So he turns on Seth, on Seth Rollins. Yes, I think he helps him win the title, just to then turn on him, beat his ass, and now he's going to be going for the IC title against Seth. Because imagine how hyped the crowd is to have him back, just to spazzes on that nigga. That'd be a great heel turn. Help him win, boost him up, all that good shit, and then hit him with the dirty deeds. I think that. Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns are going to do the fusion dance. And, <laughs> and fusion yeah. <laughs> And he's going to become Brock Reigns. <laughs> That's what the WWE needs. Brock Reigns. <laughs> I have no words. He's going to have. He's going to have that. That uh, what is that cut? That little M right here. What is that cut called? That uh. That Brock Lesnar has. What is that? The military cut. With a little triangle on his forehead. With the hair long in the back. The mullet. 
Hey, I'm going to get WWE 2K19 just to make Brock Reigns, bro. Little Roman. <laughs> Little <laughs> Roman Brock. I'm making him a beast. I'm make. I'm serious. I'm making Brock Reigns. That was the other name. Lesnar Reigns. Roman Lesnar. Reigns Lesnar. That name is so freaking. So you got Brock Lesnar who's the beast incarnate and Roman Reigns who's the top dog. You're going to call him the beast dog. <laughs> Top incarnate. The top incarnate. That's ridiculous. All right, moving on. Woo, thank you for that laugh, gentlemen. Oh, what are we moving on to? We're moving on to the NBA. The NABAAA. The button, 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 I was late. Thanks for joining anyway, broski. I'm here. Bye. So, Mello is officially a rocket. Yes. Dylan, did you call this? Yes. So, how do you feel? You think it's going to help or you think it's going to hurt? If he plays like him on Team USA Basketball, which he is. That was 12 years ago. Oh, my gosh. It's not happening. Why are you so ready for this? Sorry. I mean, he still can shoot. I don't know if that was 12 years ago. I'm just saying. It was it was, it was. was years ago. Though. If he plays like he's on Team USA Basketball and just catches and shoots. He can't. Just fine. He can't shoot threes. Uh, I would say all that. He shoots. He shot great threes in team in team USA basketball because the Olympic three is shorter. If you play, then the okay, NBA it don't got to it don't, it don't got to be threes. They got to put them at the All corner. All you got to do is if you catch and shoot like you did with team USA basketball, catch and shoot or one dribble pull up, one dribble attack, not even attack, one dribble pull up or catch and shoot. And but he doesn't play defense. Spot. So James Harden didn't play defense for a long time. Yeah, but hard. he's not as good as James Harden. But they have other people that are. They have I, Clint well, Capella. They have P.J. Tucker. They don't have a Trust me, there's no plenty of teams that have a player that's great on offense and sucks on defense, and they do just fine. Well, thankfully, he will be coming off the bench. They'll be just fine. Catch and shoot, one dribble, pull up, because you know they're going to expect you to shoot, fake them out. You get... You used to be the man that gets this shot easiest out of anybody. You didn't lose that skill. Okay, so they're going to give him the, the Ray Allen heat. Yes, take the Ray Allen treatment. Seven seconds to under. I feel you. When they come, when you on the court. I feel you. When that team was on the when all of them on the court, if he has James Harden, Chris Paul, Clint Capella on the court, or like even like Chris um, James Harden, Chris Paul, Eric Gordon, they didn't lose Eric Gordon, did they? No. They no, 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 no. Eric no, Gordon so. and Melo on the court at the same time. Seven seconds or less. Melo, you get the ball, you'll be wide open shoot immediately. Gotcha. I feel you. None of that. Hold, don't hold. If somebody's going to hold the ball, it's going to be Chris Paul or James Harden. Not you. You're running off screens or finessing your way to an open shot. Houston just needs to rest their players this year. Like, they can't expect to go into the playoffs and uh, Chris Paul playing all 48 minutes. He can't do that. He's not LeBron James. Nope. He can't. Like you, like that's what killed them. They were they were exhausted in Game Seven. Like you gotta rest your players throughout the year. Throughout that's why do you think Pop got so many years out of uh, Tony Parker? Out of all them, boys. out of all them, rest your players. Yeah, and it's while important. you're doing that, you're helping develop other players. Correct. Correct. 
So, I mean, me personally, I think Melo can be a good pickup. I think Melo just needs more motivation. And I think now he's actually on the team where... Your best friend's on there. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, th- I think you're going to be fine, honestly. Neither of y'all have a ring. <clears throat> yeah, you need to get that money. Get the money. Okay, so... And he's back with Lala, so who knows? He is back with Lala, so... Oh, he he's yeah. got no choice. Hoodie Melo is back. Hoodie Melo was trash, though. Hope he's not back. He need to take that bit off. Oh, he needs to go back to New York, Melo? Yeah, he need to go yeah. back to... Denver, Denver Mello. Okay, he can't go to Denver, Mellow. He ain't got them legs. <laughs> so let's stick to New York and let's get some early, early New York. Early right? New York, early New York Mellow. All right. So despite a contract Afro from uh, offer, sorry, Afro. Despite a contract <laughs> offer from China, way to play for Heat or retire. Yeah. What do you think about him declining the contract? Yeah, offer? he was offered a three-year, twenty-five million dollar deal. No, they're not about to be yeah, good. I'm, I'm good. That's, nah, that's about eight, nine mil. Why straight. am I moving to China? <laughs> I live in Miami. No, they I said they said on Twitter that he got picked up, well, that he signed a contract with the with the Heat, and then he hit him with fake news. Yeah. So he was. I, ready. Think, I think he's still considering retirement, um, but I think he's gonna play one more year. I think I think he wants his goodbye. His goodbye, his, like, his farewell tour. tour. Just kind of enjoy it, take it all in stride. Yeah. Pull with Kobe and kind of just, you know, one last trip he's around got to, to, he, to all these arenas. He's the city. Say your goodbye. It's Wade County. Yeah. He he's did, yeah. the city. Period. He's going to want to give them one more full year there. And you know, he shit. leads. He's the franchise leader in points, yep. assists, steals, and something else. Maybe it was just them three. But that's crazy, though. It's crazy. Where would you rank Wade all time at his position? Oh, in his position. Um, yeah, it'd be hard to rank him all time as far as I read. I'm saying. I would say top ten to twenty. As a shooting guard. Yeah, top ten to top twenty. I put him top five. Top five. Okay, I can see why you would say that. I say top ten. There's some shooting guards that I that I personally like watching watching play, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, he's 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 definitely up there. For sure. Definitely a Hall of Famer, for sure. Oh, yeah. No, no questions asked. Yeah. So, IT calls Cleveland a shithole. Yeah. Then apologizes. Oh, my gosh. How do you feel about that, y'all? It was hilarious. I mean, because IT was on his uh, social media talking about, you know, all the teams that he's played for in the past. And he was, like, talking about Boston. And he was saying Boston was cool and this kind of stuff. But then when he talked about Cleveland, he was like, hey, no lack of a better term, Cleveland's a shithole. Mm. And it's like, damn, bro. <laughs> just kick them while, while they're down. Why don't you? <laughs> bro, like, they ain't got shit in Cleveland. Cleveland just sucks, bro. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to boo his ass when he comes to town. What? Yeah, and he apologized. That's one of those things. I think it's a little too little too late as far as that goes. Apologize for what? Make no sense. You told him the truth. Don't make no sense. I mean, he's fast, but I mean, if he's if he's gonna be honest, be honest. Word. That's what it boils down to. LeBron out there, <clears throat> ain't it? What if he would have said that in the video? Like, Cleveland's such a shithole, bro. Cleveland would have been they're, so. They're, their hometown hero left twice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You can't do that, right? No, we just saw somebody <laughs> get hit in the back with a baseball, y'all. It's not dodgeball. Cool. What the fuck? He's still alive. I got him. Who was that? Alexander Bogarts. 
He plays uh, second base for the Boston Red, Red Sox. That big got beam right in the back. Either second base or shortstop, one of them two. Ooh. All right, now. Oh, Philly could, could end up really getting caught up here. They got three men on base, no outs. And, uh, yeah. Nice. Okay. So, last thing I'm going to say in this this topic I got from my uh, fiancé. Shout out to my fiancé. Um, Skip Bayless says, and I quote, Kevin Durant, I hate overall, is a more valuable basketball player than LeBron James because he does play defense, too. Your thoughts and views, gentlemen? So does LeBron. <clears throat> yeah, like, I don't, underst- I don't understand that. That LeBron doesn't play defense. I don't agree. I don't agree with the argument. I can see why somebody would say they want KD as a KD over LeBron. Right. But I'm not going to say it because of defense. I mean, like LeBron's not the guy who multiple times you see running from one end of the sprinting from one end of the court to the other just to block somebody's fast break. How many times LeBron did for the first team all defense? Let's find out. Who won? To who? Three. A three. You like what I did the there? The world may never know. How many looks does it take to know. get to the tissue center of a tootsie pop? So, LeBron has been five-time all-defensive first team. He's won all-defensive second team once. Okay, he's been all-defensive first team how many times? I'm sure it was less. Yeah, it's probably less. Uh, let's take a look. Let's take a look. It's in, in a, a book. Reading rainbow. He's been on no defensive teams. Yeah, Skip. You're, you're, you're fired, Skip. Yeah, Skip, you lost that one, big dog. Eat that, that's crazy. You're fired. That's absolutely and utterly crazy. Eat you're a professional sports analyst, and you couldn't fucking Google that? You sound upset with Skip, bro. Cause he's retarded. He be saying dumb shit, man, just to say it. And he a hypocrite. Like he'll say something on TV and then go on Twitter and say the opposite. Of course, it's all about views and clicks and likes, baby. And then when you got him, when he beat, he closed one eye, Bill. <laughs> when his argument beat, one of his eyes closed. He don't know how to open it. Yeah, he be hurt. That's what's up. So, that's it for the NBA. Moving on to the mumble. The mumble. The I mean, it's definitely picked up. There's been a lot of fights in baseball, too, as of late. I don't know if you guys have seen the highlights. Really? But they've, yeah, they've been scrapping, bro. They're about to scrap in this game. Someone get hit with a ball again. <laughs> um, let me see. I mean, everything is still generally the same. Uh, Mariners haven't really closed the gap on the Astros, but they have closed the gap on the Athletics. Um, well, actually, no, I said that in reverse. Athletics have closed the gap on the Astros, but the Mariners are still two games back. Um, the Astros have a one-and-a-half game lead out in the West, AOS. And um, let's see, Braves and Philly still fighting for first place, two games apart. Cubs-Brewers, three games apart. Diamondbacks, Rockies, Dodgers, and Giants are all five games apart of each other in the NL West. So right now, the NL West games have definitely been the most exciting to watch as of right now. And shout out to the Reds. 
for beating the um, Diamondbacks while I was in Cincinnati. And them boys is fifty two and sixty eight. Which yeah, is but they play they try to play spoiler. They are playing spoiler. They try to play spoiler real quick. They still not the worst team. You got teams that, that still haven't won over forty games yet. So they still last and they should. They are. Them. But they fan base is crazy. Yeah. The fan base is amazing. Like their football stadium and their baseball stadium is legit right next to each other. I didn't know that. Yes. And it's all separated by like bars. And them fans just be flooding those streets. So it's dope, even though they trash. Both so it's fun to trash. be in that scene. That's what's up. Both teams are trash, but I got great fans. That's what's up. So, yeah, man, that's the MLB update for the dude. 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 So, we're moving to underrated bars of fame? Nah. No? Sure. All right, bet. No, we're moving to... Bars of underrated fame. Abstract. I like that. Lit. So I have a good one for y'all. It comes from Meek Mill. We're moving to lines that have not been properly hyped. Cool. So we're gonna do we're gonna do Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> This is the trillist. If I would hear this man go, I used to pray for times like, like this. this. I would have like so upset at you, bro. Nah, it's, it's the trillist. <laughs> <laughs> it's the trillist by Meek Mill. It's on the, um, what is it? More, well, more dreams. Are you talking this? That would have said. I used to pray for times like this. Nikki, why dreams, do you trust them niggas like that? Wow, dreams worth more <laughs> than money that. can buy. That wasn't trash at all. Okay, what you say? She bodied all the niggas. Dreams worth more than money. Hey, okay, all you want to. So I'm going to go to the third verse. <laughs> he says. He says, looking for the intro. I was looking at the dealer, looking for another Benzo. Imagine kicks with my Kenzo. Young nigga, heart of a line, hungry as a hippo. When I was on my last, nobody ain't tell me the shit, though. Well, ain't nobody tell me shit, though. Flow slicker than Crisco. Niggas talking, I get low. Do my thing, they jump back, know how that shit go. And they say I'm arrogant. I'm still eating steak with the asparagus when I get that money like I married it. One milli, two milli, three milli, buried it. Since they say I'm underground, I run that bitch like Harriet. Rolls Royce pushing real slow like a chariot. Pull up on them niggas that doubted me shit embarrassing. I'm a real nigga with money, never cherish it. You a fake nigga with money, it's no comparison. Told me that I couldn't get signed when I was rapping it. And told me I couldn't do songs when I was battling. They told me that I couldn't be trapper, I started trapping it. Never listened to a more well shit is immaculate. I'ma just go sit up in this box again, smoke the weed and laugh at them, make a couple million by accident. Couple niggas dropped on Twitter, they say they back again. Couple months later on Twitter, they say us laxative. Shitted on them Nikki voice, did it on them Benjamins. Plenty of them Benjamins, semi on them, and he on a whole nother level from before now. Tell my niggas when I see 100 mil is going down. When I made my first mil, I was like, it's on now. Then I made my, sick of, my second mil, money on the floor now. Then I made my third mil, I'm like, I need more now. I got in my zone and the money started pouring down. Every time I hit the booth, microphone torn down. We couldn't get a pair of Pumas. We up in the store now, bitches. Oh. Underrated bars of fam. That whole song is good, but the third verse was just a good ending. I really think the second verse was better, but third verse was a good ending. Facts. So. And he used to pray for times like this. To rhyme like this. 
So I had to. Shine like that. A girl like that. All right. So that's underrated bars of fame, man. I think we're done, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. The music is dropping soon. Not right now, though, because we still got to say where they can reach us at. Word. <laughs> <laughs> so if they want to email us, bro, where can they email us at? Balls sports podcast at gmail.com. Don't worry, we're gonna get to all these emails that we have. Eventually, we have to, man. It is it's gotta go down. Yeah, it's it's, we have other lives outside of this. It? It's about 350 of y'all emails. I promise we're gonna get to each and every single one of them. Keep sending them though, we got I, you. On Instagram. Facts. Um make sure you guys are watching our updates, shenanigans, going live, all that good stuff, all right? Um what about if they wanna get at us on Twitter? Uh, balls underscore podcast. That's the Twitter. And what about the gram of Insta? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. Okay, well, the music is on now. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, just wanted to make a mention that uh, we really appreciate you guys rocking with us. You could have been listening to any podcast in the world, but you are rocking with us, and we really appreciate that. Beyond that, we got an announcement to make that the Ball Sports Podcast Fantasy Football League will be coming soon. We will be coming at you live, and we got some some interesting people in for sure. Um, what else? More special guests coming soon. We're three weeks away from the year extravaganza. So we just wanted to throw that out there. So we out of here. Well, I'll let you a little later. All right, bye, hoes. Little Scally Wax. Dressing like money, I'm with so many downs. I think I'm probably cashing a hundred. I'm losing breath cause I'm running from what you becoming. I don't do this for the fame. Every day I'm working, trying to elevate my gang. They try to bust me in, but I cannot be contained. One thing they go.